So it's said that there are really two original American art forms. There's jazz music and there's comic books. Now, I, I like jazz music, but I love comic books. Always have. And so in this episode of The Eclectic Monk, I want to share a little bit of the history of this great American art form and then tell you why comic books matter. Stick around. So in August of 1938, Action Comics number one was published. And hidden in the pages of that comic book was the very first story about a visitor from the planet Krypton named Superman. Superman was, without a doubt, the very first great American comic book superhero. Uh, and Action Comics number one, uh, at 10 cents a copy, flew off the shelves. And DC Comics knew they had found something. What they found was the creation of these two Jewish kids from Cleveland, Ohio, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, who had actually began developing uh, this whole idea in the mid-30s while they were still in high school. Finally, they got their, their creation published, and it really started the comic book phenomenon as we know it today. Um, crazy thing about action number one that on the back of the last page of the Superman story, there was a uh, color your own comic page contest where the kids would color their own page, rip that page out, and mail it in to the uh, publisher and hope to win a prize. And so without even knowing, because they had no idea how popular Superman was going to be, uh, they ruined uh, a lot of action number ones because the last page of the Superman story was ripped out and sent in for this silly contest. Uh, but uh, that is the one comic. If you can find an action number one in uh, pristine shape today, it is a million dollar comic book. Um, I've never seen one and I've been looking at comic books for a long time. Uh, but that's the dream, right? To To stumble onto that yard sale find that box of old comics that grandpa had and uh, pick one up for 10 bucks and be a millionaire. It could happen. It could happen. That's why I go to estate sales. Anyway, that's August 1938. Then in March of 1939, uh, in Detective Comics number 27, again published by DC, uh, came uh, the very first story about the Batman. Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. And um, exactly the opposite of Superman. Superman was this bright, powerful character, although, although he's a little bit tougher uh, in those uh, first stories than, than the Superman that we're familiar with today. Uh, but Batman was a creature of the night who uh, wore uh, his bat suit and drove his fancy car. And, you know, he was this, this millionaire. Um, and so the two characters are very different, uh, but Batman was an immediate hit in 1927. And of course, 
Uh, if you were to ask what are the two most popular comic book characters today, especially in the DC um, publishing house, Batman and Superman are, are still the favorites. And they're, they're interesting characters. The thing I love about Superman that people don't usually realize uh, is he is the great immigrant story. Now, again, these are Jewish kids who are writing uh, from their own experience. Uh, Superman is, uh, as a child, uh, is you know put into a spaceship and blasted off from the planet Krypton just before it explodes. He's the only survivor of Krypton, and he lands uh, in Smallville, Kansas, where he's raised by the Kent family as their own child and grows up to have all of these incredible powers. And the really brilliant thing about Superman that makes him so different is that the costume, the, the fictional character, uh, is not Superman. He is Superman. The, the costume is Clark Kent. Because when he puts on the glasses and he puts on the awkward demeanor, that's him hiding his identity. His true identity is Superman. And it's unlike any other character in comic history. Now, Batman, of course, uh, is different. Batman is uh, the rich son, wealthy son of a, a doctor. And, of course, the, the story is that you know, when he's a child, they go to the movies and they're going through Crime Alley. And Joe Chill comes out and steals Martha Wayne's necklace and shoots and kills uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne in front of their son, Bruce, uh, who determines at that point that he's going to spend his entire life basically getting revenge for the murder of his parents and and defeating crime. And so uh, to instill fear in the criminals, uh, he assumes this role as the bat and the Batman. Um, it's very violent. The early ones are really violent. He carried guns. He shot people. You know, he killed people. Uh, he was a true vigilante in, in the uh, normal sense of the word. Uh, and, and Batman was, um, you know, he was different. He was not Superman who, you know, was all, you know, American way and, you know, all these things. Uh, you know, Batman was a much darker character. Uh, but immediate hit uh, with boys, especially all across the country. So um, I, I love Superman. I love Batman uh, to this day. Two of my very favorite characters uh, and if you know, if you need a gateway drug into the world of comic books, uh, those are probably the easiest characters to to get into. Surely you've seen uh, the TV show from the '60s. You've seen some Superman movies. Surely you know you've seen some of the Nolan films for Batman. Um, if you haven't, there's just a world of. Batman and Superman uh, content that's readily available. And, and it's there for a reason. It's there because these are, are great characters. These are great ideas uh, that were invented way back in the late 1930s, the, still in the midst of the Depression. And, um, and they were, you know, just escapism, really, at the time. Uh, and yet now they are embedded in the American mythos. And uh, they are our... Um, they are part of our story. You can't separate uh, the American experience from its heroes. And two of the greatest heroes we have 
are Superman and Batman. And so I just love them. Uh, obviously, some of the stories are better than others. Uh, some of the early stuff and the, the stuff from the late 50s and early 60s, what they call the Silver Age of comics. Uh, there's some pretty goofy stuff in there, but all in all, they're just they're just great comics and great stories and great characters that, that I love. And so go out, get yourself some Superman, get yourself some Batman, and, uh, and find out why it's so great. Now, it's a lot more to the comic story, and uh, I'll share a little bit more of it in just a moment. So, there in the late 30s, uh, there began this explosion of comic book publishing. Uh, the publishers began to realize that uh, boys across America were eager to get rid of their dimes uh, in order to get the latest adventure of their colorful heroes. And so they just began this creation uh, explosion of content and characters uh, interestingly enough, a lot of the early comic writers and artists were all uh, young Jewish men who had gone to art school, uh, graphic design, came out looking to get into advertising and then found out that because of their Jewishness, they really weren't welcome in most industries. And they found themselves in New York City uh, going into these places where they were working for you know pennies a page. Uh, scraping out a living, uh, creating as much comic book art as they could because as quickly as they could get them drawn and colored and off to print, uh, they would be sitting on the newsstand and flying off the shelves. And so it was this incredible um, moment of, of creativity. Uh, and, you know, just to be honest and fair, uh, a lot of it was just, you know, crap. But in the midst of it, there were some incredible characters that have endured to this day. Uh, in uh, late 1939, The Flash is created. Uh, then in 1940, uh, the Green Lantern is created. Um, of course, they're a little bit different back there than they are in the modern day, but you know, the characters were there, the ideas were there. Then 1941 happens. In 1941, it was a, a really watershed year. Uh, Wonder Woman was created in 1941 uh, in the same uh, uh, um, the same comic book of More Fun number 73 uh, Green Arrow and Aquaman both appear November of 1941 but probably the most important character and the most interesting one that comes out in 1941 is, is March of 1941 and uh, this was not a DC character this is actually from Timely comics. That was a competitor across the way there. Uh, and again, two young Jewish guys, uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, sit down and they create Captain America. And so in March of 1941, and that's an important date to remember, March of 1941, Captain America number one is published. And on the cover of Captain America number one, you have Cap socking Adolf Hitler on the jaw. Now, this is March of 1941. America is not going to enter World War II until December of 1941 when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. 
But these Jewish kids in New York City, they're sons of immigrants, and they're getting the news from Europe about the rise of, of Hitler and the Nazis and the, the fascists as they're going through. And of course, by 1941, uh, Poland has been invaded. Uh, Holland has been invaded. The, the, the Nazi war machine is on its way. And that summer, of course, is going to be the Great Blitz uh, and the Battle of Britain. It's the summer of 1941. And so they're almost uh, prophetic, these guys, these two young guys, uh, because they see what's coming and they realize that America is the answer to the problems that Europe was having uh, with Hitler and the rise of, of the Nazi war machine. And so they're, you know, months and months and months before America officially enters the war, Captain America is knocking Hitler on his butt on the cover of Captain America number one. And I think that's one of the things that makes comic books important because they are not only, you know, just fun to read and, and uh, some of the stories are really creative and interesting, uh, but they are, they're these snapshots of popular culture. They're reminders of what's going on at the time. Uh, certainly as you, as you get, you know, through the days and through the ages, uh, after, you know, 41 into 42, uh, comic books were being shipped over to, to soldiers, uh, American soldiers all over the world. Uh, they were, you know, they were reading comic books. Of course, you realize that these were young men who had, you know, discovered comic books in high school and are now all over the world. And they were looking forward to their next uh, copy of Captain America and Black Hawk and uh, The Flash and Superman, Batman and all these these other great American heroes. And so uh, they spread all over. After World War II, uh, comic books kind of went into a tailspin. All the guys came back. They didn't want to read uh, about these people anymore. They had real lives and wives, and there was a whole rise of uh, horror comics in the uh, 40s and late 50s, uh, which almost got comics you know, shut down. There was all kind of controversy and and that's another story uh, for another day. And then there's a resurgence in the 60s uh, and, and early 70s of comic art and comic storytelling. And that's where I came in because that's when I was a kid. And, uh, and then there's this you know, whole explosion of new characters, certainly from Marvel Comics, uh, which we'll talk about another time. But ultimately, the thing that, that is important to remember uh, is that these characters that, you know, I mean, we're, they're still selling, you know, movie theaters filled with, you know, all these characters. Captain America is as popular today as he was in 1941 when he first appeared and, and is important as a reflection of the culture around us and, and a, a beacon of the great American ideal. Um, you can stand up and fight for what's right. And that is an American idea that we need to remember. We need to stand up, be willing to stand up and fight for what is right, for what is pure, what is reasonable, what is good for everyone. And uh, so comic books, uh, to me, uh, are still uh, vital and important. And there's, there's so many cool stories to tell about so many different publishers, characters, 
and uh, different things. Uh, so I'll be doing that more and more uh, as we go along. But I did want to give this just brief introduction uh, to this art form, this American art form like no other uh, that is still um, impacting the popular culture to this day. And uh, hey, I love comic books. By the way, my favorite character is is Green Arrow, and uh, we'll talk a lot about him. I'll do a, a podcast all about GA here one of these days, and probably sooner than later. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, found it interesting. Uh, let me know who your favorite character is and your favorite uh, story arc of your favorite character. I'd love to have that conversation. Uh, and till the next time, fellow travelers, uh, be safe and travel well. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Eclectic Monk. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, I appreciate it if you would like it on whatever uh, site you're listening to. And go ahead and subscribe and review the podcast. That would really help me out. Uh, those of you who are interested in knowing more about uh, me and what's going on in my world, check out TheEclecticMonk.com and you can get a little bit more insight and see some more content and figure out where we're going with this thing. Uh, and until the next time we gather together, safe travels. God bless.